Hey gang, Maddie here. It's likely that many of you found this podcast by way of MaddieLoves.com. It's my website where I report about the goings-on in comic book, professional wrestling, and pop culture. Before you do anything, be sure to subscribe to Maddie Loves Podcast and leave the show a rating on iTunes and SoundCloud. All the kind words from you people will likely end up on the air. That's all I got for now. Let's get MLP in. All right, I'm going to come up with a better way to segue into the start of the show. Um, let's get to podcasting. Nah, whatever. What was that that she did again? I broke my glasses on an AR-15. Well, I think that's where they how they broke. I mean, I started the day. My glasses are already pretty broken, but um, you know, like the little plastic pieces on that go on the nose that rest on your nose. Yeah. So like, I definitely started the day with both of those, and then one time later in the day after we had gone shooting uh, at a range. Um, I looked at my glasses. I was like, "Oh shit, that's gone." I was like, I, "I was like, well, it's not here." So, all right, that's a loss. So I imagine it's probably from recoil from the R15 that I was wearing my glasses because can't see shit. Have you m- met anyone recently and kind of led with that in a conversation? Uh, that I broke my glasses. No, that I can't see you very well. Oh, um, like for instance, wow, you know, you, you, I think you're pretty, no. but, uh, I <laughs> uh, can't, can't see, see yeah, because no. my glasses are broke. Oh, well, how did you break your glasses? Well, this I, is as I broke them while shooting an AR-15. This is, I mean, pretty recently I did this. This is about when I was back in New York. This is only like a week ago. Um, no, I have told people, no, well, I don't wear my glasses all the time anyway, especially when I'm working at Disney because... If I'm ever going, like, outside in the AC into inside or going in one of the fridges or freezers for anything, my glasses fog up. I can't see anything. I'm blind for, like, a solid, like, minute while my glasses, like, defog. So I don't usually wear them to work, but, you know, when we're walking to work, we have these big hallways we walk through. And, like, I could see someone that, you know, like, each location has a specific costume. So I'm like, oh, I see that person that's coming towards me in the hall. Um, that's wearing the costume for my location, I'm like, I wonder who it is. Maybe it's one of my friends. But I can't tell who they are until they're, like, pretty close. So it just, like, turns into me staring at people for a while, trying to, like, see who they are up until they get in range. And they're like, hello? I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? Sorry, I can't see faces. That is pretty much how that goes all the time. And people are like, oh, I just thought it was weird. I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah, but that's... Not where I'm getting at the AR-15. Oh, the AR for the gun, the gun. Like that's the that was the funny part of it to oh, me yeah. was I broke my glasses while shooting a gun and not just a gun but an AR-15. You know, an an, an assault as assault an assault rifle exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, some people, uh, family, have one and uh, it was their birthday and uh, you said one, but it looked like you were gonna say. A few? No, I don't know. I don't know about my family. Okay. I don't want to just. I don't want to make you know. Gun toting. Gun toting Americans. They're yeah, American. Be, yeah. Everyone's okay. American. Um, everyone's dude, American. Everyone is an everyone American. Everyone is American. Oh boy. Uh, no, actually, just as far back as like ancestry.com can go for like my family, like most of them lived in America, so I don't really know. What, like I, I think I had like one like great great grandfather grandmother that was German and like 
That's it. Okay, but you have descended. I was about to say, you can't be purely from America. There's there's no way I am. This is new. This is kind of a new country we have here. Yeah, I mean, there's no way I am. It's just that uh, as far as I I just don't know how... Like, I think... uh, No, I think there's a family member that comes from that country that does... One of the countries that doesn't exist anymore. One of those European countries that's gone. Yugoslavia. Maybe. Yeah, something like that. That's my favorite country that doesn't exist anymore. Actually, no. What was it? Like the United something of Austria? I don't know. I don't know. Let's get to the start of the show. Okay. Episode of Maddie Loves Podcast. I'm your host, Matt DeSimone. Join with me as he has for the past few episodes, local Orlando comic book and music record, music record, music vinyl, record. Re- <laughs> vinyl record aficionado. I mean, there's other kinds of records. You got George Carlin's uh, Seven Dirty Words You Can't Say on Radio or Television. The World's Fastest Man. Uh, That's a record. Yeah. Sean Shapira is joining me once again. Thanks for joining me, Sean. What are you doing to my cat? Taking a picture of your cat. Ah, oh, she's beautiful. She is. Tildy. Once again, make, cat. making an appearance here, just hanging out. Hey, uh, T. She's so soft. I'm not jealous right now at all. Um, um, so anyway, uh, the last episode was released on a Wednesday, a fresh day of comics, and I just happened to have a uh, early uh, an early copy of Secret Empire Call 10 that I read. release copy. Right. Exactly. So you show up and you don't have any comic books with you. No, I brought your drill back though. Thank, thank you, sir, for thank letting me you. borrow that because I took really had of... to make that tree fort. Yeah, that's... to shoot the <laughs> AR gun out. Yeah, of. no, uh, no, that was after the fact. No, I had to build a crate for all these records I keep buying. I'm just. You have a record problem. Yeah. Well, see, what is your record for buying records in one day? Uh, not a lot. I mean, these, I, I've only bought a few records at a time, any time. Do you buy them off of eBay? Um, if there's something I really want, maybe I will. There, there, like, a, there's a limited edition, uh, inside, for Mondo, who's, um... Yes, the Contra my, record. I want the Contra record yeah, really I think bad. Yeah, we think we have that at my store. Uh, if you do, set it aside for me. Okay. My birthday is coming up at the end of the month. <laughs> Anyway, um, um, but yeah, they did. Uh, they did all the emotion. They did uh, partial parts of Michael Giacchino's score from Inside Out, um, all on seven inch, forty five RPM uh, singles, um, and they did all the emotions, and then one for Riley that was like a San Diego limited exclusive. So I've been looking on eBay for that, um, but like that's it. Most of the stuff that I take home is like stuff that's used and comes in uh to our store and i'm just like wow that is a sick record i'm gonna take that home it's mine you um, take care of it take it home and take I, care I, of I'm it. i'm like that's mine i'm like like today i took home indiana jones uh uh redditors of the lost ark right no yeah, yeah that's, that's, the, name that's of the, movie. the first film yeah uh the original pressing of that soundtrack came in i was like holy shit 10 bucks it's mine uh, also this like pretty cool one it was um 
these re- it had all these really pulpy old horror and sci-fi um, monsters and it's um horror and sci-fi themes from like classic movies and it's all this pulp art and i don't know it was just pretty cool uh to listen to um i listened to that before i left well uh i'm glad we kind of started talking about your record obsession before yeah. we left okay well here's the thing is is anytime i work somewhere i just i'm like oh there's a there's a discount for working here i gotta buy everything and so like when is that uh when i was working at a comic shop like i mean i have hundreds of comics now i don't even like i forget about the comics i have just because i've been do y'all sell overpriced kiss albums um probably about fair market price kiss albums fair market um probably some are that are like three bucks you know what's fair is like true true a true blue kiss fan like myself can walk in there buy five albums at a reasonable price um, because, you know, Kiss albums, think about it, everyone had them back in the day. So there are a lot of prints of them. So, well, yeah. So. Or at least there were at one point in time. So come on, you know? I mean, yeah, you got to use Kiss stuff all the time. I And then there's also, I need one Kiss, uh, or one Kiss, one uh, Police uh, LP I still need to pick up to have my uh, full-length collection complete. Of Police albums? Yeah, I love the Police. I'm a big police fan. Really? Yeah. I don't take you for a police guy. Well, what do you take me for? This is very interesting. I don't think we've ever talked about music. What do you take me for? I don't know. You look like you kind of listen to a lot of, like, metal. Maybe I, I a little bit. I did at one point of time. Maybe. Okay, yeah. You look like at one point you listen to At one to point in time, I did. And and if I'm listening to metal now, it's like docking. You know, like, yeah, like, like dad slaughter. Metal? Like dad metal? Dad, well, I, I don't have any kids, but technically right now I'd be... <laughs> A good uh, well, you know, seasoned saw, father, the, uh, I guess. <laughs> well, I went to a concert the dad other day. Metal. What's uh, dad metal to you? Hold on. What's dad metal to you? Um, Metallica, Megadeth. I mean, that, so you're just naming like the big four. Yeah, tour, exactly. Basically, yeah, I saw that tour. Okay. All well, right. no, I didn't see the tour. I saw the three of them that toured together without. Metallica. Metallica. So Anthrax, and Slayer, seen, and Megadeth. And then I saw Metallica. You saw him at Hard Rock Live? Or? No. Oh, okay, good. What? No, I saw him in Madison Square Garden, probably. Whoa, so you've seen shows in MSG? Yes. I'm from, yeah. So you were talking about, you went to a concert. Oh, I saw Deep Purple, Alice Cooper, and the Edgar Winter Band, or Edgar Winter Just a couple whatever. days ago? Uh, when I was in New York. Oh, awesome. So I didn't know that. Yeah. So you're a Deep Purple fan. Yeah, I like that. That's probably my third or fourth time seeing them. I, last time I saw them was with an orchestra. They were touring, you know, they did the like the Metallica and Symphony thing, but it was deep. What uh, was the uh, organist's name? Lord something. Lord. What? what uh, or... Andrew? Or no, no. Come on. Don't you know. don't. Oh, you're not that deep on Deep Purple. I don't know people's names. I know. Um... I can't. I have a buddy of mine that I really need to record a podcast with that knows like everything about that era of music and he can t- I mean, as far as like hard rock goes pool. well he's uh, a it was encyclopedia funny. deep purple and alice cooper have both recently put out new albums which is just amazing deep purple uh are good their keyboard player is amazing i mean he's like most of the show like they, i gotta look this up they just keep kill me now. uh they just you know let him do a bunch of solos like if you look up the set list there's like keyboard solo one keyboard solo two keyboard solo just because like Everybody else is exhausted. Those are old guys. I mean, I mean the singer, um, whose name is totally escaping me right now. Um, Terror? No, I'll never remember. But 
uh, he he kept walking off and on stage. I think he was probably taking oxygen, which is John Lord. Yeah, John. What's Lord. the singer's name? Uh, Ian Gillen. Ian Gillen. Yeah. But I'm a Coverdale era fan, and uh, yeah, I, and Richie Blackmore too. Oh, who, Richie Blackmore. We, how can we not talk about Deep Purple without? Yeah. Mention Richie Blackmore. Yeah. Um, even though, you know. Speaking of. He would, he would be very. I saw uh, Heaven and Hell before Dio passed. Whoa. That was not in. what So Madison's. Square Heaven and Hell, for any of you that don't know, is Black Sabbath, Ronnie James Dio, yeah. which is my favorite era of Black Sabbath. I've seen. Uh, Down in the wind! <laughs> oh, man. Um, All that stuff. Yeah, so I saw that before Dio. They were playing with Cody and Cumbria. So, so this is. In Madison Square Garden, but not the Garden. So the Garden has two venues. There's the Garden where the Rangers play. Yes, I've only seen one event there. Um, and then they have like a smaller stage in like downstairs, that's completely soundproof from the other stage. So I'm waiting to see Coed and Cambria and Heaven and Hell. And guess who's playing in the in the in the actual arena? Elton John. No. Billy Joel. No. You're going to have to... Spice Girls. No, closer. Oh. Closer. Damn. Closer to the era of music. Uh, it was Britney Spears. Ah. Um, so, I don't know, maybe like a comeback tour in like 2000 and... So, did you step in there and catch a little bit of Britney Spears? No, you... How about during the show? Did they mention, hey, we got Britney Spears playing above us, and we're playing down here in hell. <laughs> I like that you even go for the lefty guitar, like Tony Iommi. Well, I'm left-handed, so... I am too, but I still play my guitar righty. I just play... I play. Oh, you're a guitarist. You, I... you play the... All right, can I guess what you like to listen to? Yeah. Okay, so... Because you'll, you'll never do it. Rush. You've talked about Rush. Yeah. Rush. Uh, Deep Purple. Yeah. Radiohead. No. The Cure. I don't like... Nope. I don't like The Cure. I don't like... You don't listen to I The I don't like cure. Radiohead. See, I can see you just uh, Some Radiohead songs are okay. Early Radiohead is killer. Um, all right. Uh, a few Radiohead songs are all right. Let me think here. Um, Saxon. No. Any metal at all? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Oh yeah. I mean. All right. So, <laughs> so uh, a diamond head. No. All right. Come what? Uh. King Diamond. No. Merciful I, Fate. I don't. Don't tell me you're like a Scandinavian black metal guy. Um. There's I really actually. Get it. Uh, I really get Demo Bourgeois. No. Uh, there's a what's this one group? Uh, Alestorm. They're a pirate metal band. Oh That's yeah, that's pretty cool. I stuff. like the theme metal bands over there. <laughs> I must admit, um, like I, I, pirate metal. Is I wonder, I and Viking metal is killer metal. too. I wonder if they have. They've got to have Viking metal festivals. Oh yeah, like sure. I've always wanted to go to Walken. You know, <laughs> just go. I mean, just one time. You know, yeah. and just experience that. Even though the music there is. For one, I'm not familiar with a lot of it, and secondly, it is extremely aggressive. But I would love live to be witness to like when they like when everybody in the crowd like spreads out, and you got a bunch of people on one side, yeah, I mean, the wall of death or whatever they yeah, call it. And they I've just been come in those. Oh, not, not like huge like metal festival big, but like they used to do small backyard. Ones. You know, me yeah, and my friends or, would get together. No, no but like <laughs> I'm just, kidding. just smaller bands back in the. I don't want to. I don't listen to that music anymore. Okay, so what are you into? Ah. Uh, yeah, this is the worst question. I listen to honestly just. Just give me like five bands you listen to. Um, Natalie Imbruglia. Um, uh, 
like Nirvana. I listen to a lot of '90s stuff. Okay, Nirvana, all right. Foo Fighters. Okay, I mean, uh, that's it. That's all the only bands I know. Apparently. So, so Sensible uh, Pilot. Y- yeah, Soundgarden. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, Pearl Jam. Old Pearl no, Jam. No, I hate Pearl Jam. Oh, what? I, I that's think, a strong word. I Why do, do you I hate do not, them? I do not. Eddie's Vedder's Eddie Vedder's voice does absolutely nothing for me. I don't enjoy any Pearl Jam song where he is. Sing- I I don't doubt that he's talented and has like a lot of range, but his, his voice just does nothing for me. It makes me want to like turn off music. Matchbox Twenty. No. Um. I did like that one song that was in Guitar Hero though. Everybody, I think, had that one song they loved in Guitar Hero that they wouldn't normally, you know, like yeah. listen to. Um. Were there ever any gateway songs for you, speaking of Guitar Hero? Like, Guitar Hero? Like, song you heard kind of for the first time playing Guitar Hero, and you were like, yeah, man, this is good. Um, and I can't, I, I remember mine. It was I, a, the Boston band from the first game. They're Boston-based, and I can't remember the name, but it was one of those, like, later unlockable songs that you didn't get until, like, yeah. you beat everything. Damn, um, I can't remember their name. I'm trying to think. I mean... There was definitely Guitar Hero Three was definitely the one I played the most. I mean, I think everybody was introduced to Dragon Force by Through the Fire and Flames. I think there. Was, I was already on that. Before yeah. Okay. That, though. Yeah. Um, I I, didn't, I, I never really liked. I want to say but. that my brother's the one that put me on. My little brother put me onto Dragon Force what because was, he used to listen to like a lot of math. Chera Brock. I was like, wow, Soundgar- uh, uh, Soundgarden. I was Cherub Rock, I remember thinking, wow, Smashing Pumpkins are kind of alright. And then I remember listening to some other Smashing Pumpkins song. I was like, no, I don't like this. Cherub Rock's it. Um, so, I, I don't know. There's some, some Smashing Pumpkins Block song. Party's another group that no one heard before they played. There's that uh, one that. Hero. I remember there was one in Guitar Hero 3. There's that dude that. Uh, oh, that Lost Prophet song. That dude turned out to be. Uh, oh, jeez. Yeah, uh, I remember like when I, I had a buddy of mine uh, got into them, and I was never into. Lost Profits. I, I, I reached a point to where, like, enough was enough. Like, okay, I'm listening to, like, really mad, aggressive music, and it's mainly, I have no reason to. I want to yeah. start listening to some music I go back with to, meaning. I go back. I mean, like, not saying that doesn't have meaning. Listen, you know. I, I go back to, like, the music I listened to, like, throughout, like, high school. Yeah, sure. I thought these were, like, the greatest bands ever. I bought all their CDs, bought all their T-shirts, because I went back to New York, and I looked through all my T-shirts, I'm like... This band wasn't really that good. But I remember, like, recently there's some out- bands I'm like, oh, maybe I'll feel just n- a little bit of nostalgia when I listen to it. And yeah, I'm like, oh, I still like who? Like, uh, for instance, what, 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 Chiodos, uh, oh, jeez, okay. Like, you never, uh, live, uh, you never make it for a second on the creek, or what was that song uh, called? You are so off that I've, like, I, you know what I'm talking time, about? You wouldn't last this... five minutes on the creek, or you wouldn't last, uh, I think you're... three minutes. I'm not so off. I know what I'm you're... close. Dude, I, I'm close. all of their song titles are like that, so I don't know. But you know what that's in reference to. Yeah, um. What's in reference to? I, dude. Dawson's Creek, the title. Uh... That's why they called it that. I'm looking it up right now All right. because I'm going to be so right and you're going to sure, sit Sure, if here. you say so. Okay. No, I'll, I believe you, but I mean, <laughs> there were a lot of those bands that play Warp Tour. Were like, you wouldn't last a minute on the creek. That is a song. Huh? Mm. Boom. Let's see. Oh, baby, you wouldn't oh, last yeah, yeah. a minute on the creek. Sure, sure. It's, yeah, sure. I can't all, well, dude. I have I no can, idea what they're saying. Goes, I, have, I, I know exactly. You I know the song. I can sing know. it right now. You don't know it. I do. I I'm, can sing it right now. I believe you. You're. I, I, 
I just appreciate how passionate you are, I can tell, about music. I love The Misfits. You ever listen to The Misfits? Yeah. Y'all have you any of their LPs uh, there? Uh, oh, of course. At work? Yeah. Um, Overpriced? No. I, I mean, I'm just giving you shit about that. I'm sorry. Listen, I mean, like, unless you really want to buy things from Amazon, which, like, that's just, just like, uh, supporting a shitty industry. Um, I always say support your local everything. I mean, your comic shop, record right, store, right, right. you know, whatever it is. Sure, sure, I, sure. You know, I'd rather go to a mom and pop store than big I have a Prime place. membership to you. Yeah, to Amazon Prime. Do you have a Prime membership? Yeah, I do. Okay. But I use it to. Well, oh, but I use well, it to to watch. Uh, oh, okay. Movies more Prime than video. I don't buy anything on my family does. Like my family buys weird things because we all share an Amazon Prime account, and so I'll look I at their like, like recent orders, and it's like like sixteen bags of oyster crackers. All right, so tell me if this is supporting a local comic shop. I go yeah. into said comic shop and I'm like, hey, do you guys have this really obscure like? back issue and they're like no and i go on amazon and some library is selling it for like five bucks i mean you try it if they don't have it they don't have it okay but okay but at least i try yeah, if they can't get it i mean because that's what, are you what gonna i do they're not gonna make you like wait until i just get like library copies of books man yeah i mean right. so we need to we need to get we need to get moving here on uh what what i was getting to as far as record goes have you ever listened to steely dan uh, yeah. Remember when I said enough's enough and I needed to just started to listen to music with meaning? Yeah. All right, so my mom and dad used to listen to Steely Dan when I was a little kid. So that's yeah. where I was familiar with, like, these, so uh, the melodies. So how are you feeling today? Uh, yeah, kind of bummed out. Yeah. Kind of um, bummed. Two things that are funny about Steely Dan is, one, that is the number one artist that my boss, the, the owner of the record store, never wants to hear played in the store. Um, that's insane. He, he I think... The rumor is, is that he works somewhere where they just play too much Steely Dan. He's just Hates heard it. too much. I get it. And that's kind of the one way. of my coworkers who's been there for five years now. Absolutely loves Steely Dan. Yeah. That, I, so today, today at work, we, when we all saw the news, we, were, we everyone was like, "Oh, we gotta text him. We gotta see how he's doing. Um, see if he how he feels about like Steely Dan, uh, the dude passing." I can't, um, Walter Becker. Yes, I was gonna say uh, Brecker, like Walter. So. I was close, but yeah, uh, yeah, it sucks, man. You know, yeah. it's it's it's. They're talking about it on the radio on the way here too. Yeah, he's uh, only sixty-seven. That's right, like, he's only sixty-seven, but Steely Dan is one of those musical acts that I feel if you have a good ear, you're you'll dig Steely Dan. Yeah, like if you love to play music, you'll be into Steely Dan. There's something that's gonna catch you. Yeah. Um, and as I said, my parents listen to him, and you know. A lot of their music kind of, like, I started to really, like, you know, go back to when I was in, like, my, like, mid to late 20s. And, and this album right here uh, that I have in my hand, The Royal Scam, that took over a month to get here from, like, Japan. Why did uh, you get a Japanese import? Man, because I didn't, I just was, like, on an eBay spree of getting records, and I was like, ooh, The Royal Scam, and it's cheap. Uh, this has Kid Charlie. It's going to be a, a fake. Gonna be, no. It's not. It's not. This is totally real. This is uh-huh. this is beautiful. Uh-huh. Uh, you got maybe the pressing's fake. You know. Have you played the record? Yeah, I've played it. In the, this the Royal Scam has Haitian divorce. This is one of my favorite Steely Dan songs. <laughs> and all I'm saying is, folks, if you never listened to Haitian Divorce by Steely Dan, go check that out. You want to listen to some some vintage Walter Becker? That is where you want to go. Um. But, uh, but yeah, um, your owner, I, I mean, I, I could totally get with him. 
on the on the whole uh you know just I mean, don't like, play it ever to... i don't want to hear it you know that um christmas song uh that was real big in the 90s that was like by like you know the christmas metal band that was like you know and they sold the, the the albums you could buy you know in the commercials and everything it was all this instrumental band and it's not like metal metal but they use like you know electric guitars and everything uh, sure Mannheim steamroller um, Mannheim steamroller no, I, I was can't the stand Mannheim no Trans-Siberian Orchestra. That's, and Mannheim Steamroller. Both of them can go to hell. <laughs> Let's move on. That's now. very un-Catholic. Un-Christian. Un-Christmas. Telling. That's very anti-Christmas. You know what I mean, but I don't mean uh, figuratively go to hell. <laughs> Not <laughs> you like, say go I to want hell. you to go to hell. Look, you're talking about hating things, okay? <laughs> uh, that's just because Eddie Vedder's voice just does nothing for me. Well. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah... Walter Becker, uh, may he rest in power. Um, and uh, and moving on now, uh, let's get on a more lighter note. Have you ever? Have you ever? Do you like jelly beans? Uh, yes. Okay, you well, ever played Bean Boozles? Yeah, last week we did this. Did we? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna me eat like half of them. Okay, you're gonna do it again. Oh, that's cool. I'm in the mood for some sugar and candy anyway. Okay, cool. So, uh, folks, if you didn't know, uh, Bean Boozled is this thing that Jelly Belly put out. They finally gives... were like. They're like the Harry Potter guys. They're just like making so much off of like See, our jelly beans. I didn't want to mention Harry Potter, dude. That's what this is. They literally took the Harry Potter flavors, mixed them in with similar looking colors, and we're like, now we can capitalize on the Harry Potter stuff that we've been making for years. So like, cause I mean like you got booger, which I'm pretty sure is a Harry Potter flavor. Spoil milk, bark like stinky socks. Well, honestly, that sounds kind of good. We're whittling, we're whittling away, and unfortunately, you're not going to get the stinky socks because stinky socks and tutti frutti have already been wiped out. I can see that right now. That's the red, red, white, and blue looking one. But so we have, I think, fifteen available flavors, uh, possibly in this. And there's this wheel that you spin with an arrow, Um, and uh, I can say that. Booger is the worst one I've tasted. It tastes like it. I mean, boogers. Did I have that one last time? I don't know if you had booger no, I've or had not. Spoiled it's milk. like hot to the. It's really. I definitely gross. had spoiled milk last time. Um, spoiled milk is still but, on the but board. But it was either spoiled milk or coconut, which are two flavors I do not. I mean, obviously, no one likes spoiled milk, but I don't like coconut to begin with. So either way, I was just like, I'm not gonna like this song. And you know. can I say that toothpaste and berry blue are kind of the only like win-win? Cause ew, we all brush our teeth and it tastes just like toothpaste. Yeah, but you don't eat the toothpaste, my dude. Yeah, but the the it's still in your mouth. The taste is still in your mouth That's after why you I get don't done. eat mint ice cream because I think it tastes like toothpaste. Mint ice cream is delicious. Yeah, well, I think it tastes like toothpaste. All right, well, I hope right. you get long clippings here. Fine. So spin, I would rather get long spin clippings. Spin the wheel, try to do it in one shot, and he does, commentating this here. Okay, so you're going to either get peach or barf. Uh, it's the orange-looking one with the red dots. That one? So this one or this one or that one or that one. Uh, I'll go with this one. It is the biggest. No, is that it? Yeah, look. Is it the same one? Yeah. All right. Uh, I dropped you it. You sure it's not barf? No. How could you be sure? It smells like a See, you smell... Wait, I played this the other night, and this girl kept smelling oh, no. it. Is that barf? Yeah, that's barf. How, how barfy does it taste? Kind no, of explain I, it. It's like... You have to eat it. No, I'm eating it. It's like, if you've ever been to an amusement park... Okay. You've ever gotten off the roller coaster... And you smell the barf? 
Mm-mm. You see it on the floor. It's orange. It's yeah. orange and red. Yeah. There's hints of, of like the pretzel they ate earlier. And you just got off the roller coaster, so you're still kind of like, whoa. And then you see the barf. You can just imagine what that barf tastes like. That's what this barf tastes like. Do you think that this is a good game to play in a night of like heavy drinking? <laughs> you know, um, find, a honestly, co- find a couple people that are like mm-hmm. almost over the edge. If this one was gone, yes, because this one is just the worst. I think like I would rather like eat this whole box at once than so ever eat that a was bad. Again. Okay, no, that one was de- ooh, I don't know. Dead fish looks like it could be pretty I'm bad gonna, too. I'm gonna I'm gonna spin it. Wait, all right. Yeah, I heard dead fish is bad. Actually, I witnessed it with my very own eyes. All right, I got uh, lime or um, lime clippings. And you know what sucks about this is the fact that uh, I hate both of these things. Like, I don't like either one. Yeah, well, who likes lime clippings? What is it? Um, Tastes like... Kevin Bacon. No. Mm-hmm. Tastes like real crappy lime candy. So is it lime or what? It's lime. Mm. Indeed. It's indeed lime. All right. Go one more time. We just go one more time and then we'll we'll press on here. It's not bad. You can't go wrong with jelly beans. Which one's that one? Toothpaste or berry blue? Yep. And you've got several options here. You going with the first one you see. Doesn't even go around it. Mm, that's blueberry finally mm-hmm. i get a winner <laughs> oh that's so relieving i have really gotten lucky in this game okay so now i've got uh, buttery popcorn or wait no i've got caramel corn or moldy sock nor moldy cheese moldy cheese ex- excuse me yeah what the hell which uh which one is this what is this the is this the moldy cheese yeah that's caramel definitely corn? it Oh, the spoiled milk is new. I'm glad someone spent their precious time trying to figure out how to make spoiled milk a flavor. Someone got paid to do that. That's amazing. How is it? Your face doesn't look... You don't look like you're not enjoying it, but you definitely don't look like you're enjoying it. You look kind of impartial towards it. That's buttery popcorn. Yeah? Yeah. So either way, that's kind of not a great flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, caramel corn, right? I ate the wrong one. Oh. Yeah. Wait, which one did you eat then? I ate that one. Oh. The buttered popcorn or the rotten egg. Oh, I think that one's the caramel corn or moldy cheese. That one in the corner there. With yeah. the red? With yeah, the green? With the green? Yeah, that look, none of them. None of the other ones have green in them. Man, this is tough for two blind guys, huh? Yeah, where are your glasses? <laughs> Here they are. Hand me my readers, young lad. <laughs> Speaking of young lad, um, yeah. I, uh, I can't believe they're actually going forth with a Shazam movie right now. Why would you say that? I just, out of all the movies I expect DC to make, Shazam is not. I mean, they're actually yeah. kind of just throwing spaghetti at a wall at this point and hoping at least something sticks to Batman's chest. But um, I I want to say that I, I might have eaten. Oh, my God. Caramel corn, so or it might have been moldy cheese. Okay, oh, this is tough. Here, you eat this one. All right. 
Whatever this one is, is fucking delicious. <laughs> that's tutti frutti. Is it really? Yeah, that's tutti frutti. Okay, so you got the last tutti frutti or sticky shot yet. that was sitting down there. What is this dreadful looking one right here? <laughs> uh, uh, wow. Juicy pear or booger, I think. Nope, that's nope. not what that is. Moldy cheese or caramel corn or buttered popcorn or rotten egg? Well, we're going to find out. <laughs> this is another fun part of the game. The colors don't really stick on them. <laughs> All right. Oh, you asked me a really funny question before we started the podcast last week. It tastes and, sweet. Um, I wanted to come back to that because I've been thinking about that answer for, for a few days now. It tastes sweet. Um, do you remember what you asked me? I think that's peach. Yeah. No. No, it's you didn't It's a strawberry banana smoothie. Huh. Not dead Last fish. time I had a strawberry banana smoothie, I literally felt like my insides were dying. <laughs> I don't know what... I was from Wawa, so... I love Wawa, but I haven't eaten there since that smoothie nearly killed me. Um, I didn't know you could die from drinking smoothies, but that day I felt pretty close to death. <laughs> I must say. Alright. Try this one. Oh my god. This one's bad. <laughs> I just want to know No, that's lime. Or Juicy Bear. That's Juicy Bear. That is Juicy Pear. Juicy Pear. It wasn't shitty. <laughs> um, do you remember the question you asked me last week um, before we started that, that I thought was really funny? Yeah. No. Go ahead. Come on. <laughs> um, you asked me uh, when I used to work in a comic shop. Ah, uh, yes. 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 Question I always wondered. Uh, really, my whole entire life since I've gone in and learned about pull lists uh, in comic shops, for any of you who are wondering, a pull list is when you go in... Some call it a pull box, subscription pull box. Pull box, subscription box, whatever. You're subscribing, and you're getting a little taken off the top uh, for subscribing at that store exclusively. And so, um, yeah. Uh, so, they have a whole list of people's comic books that they have to pull every single week. So, when, like, I walk in there... Did you get your copy of Space Riders? No! I, actually... Did you? No, it's coming on this week. It's coming this week. All right. I saw it on the invoice. Yeah, we didn't get Space Riders last week. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, these people that pull the comic books for, for the customers that work in the comic shops, uh, they know what everyone reads, especially if they can fit a name to a face. Oh, yeah. Especially, so... So, do you, so my question is, do you ever go through pull lists and just see just entire list of just shitbag comics? Um, and you're like, gosh, the taste of this person is awful! Yes, my friend. Uh, my friend has a pretty bad taste in comics. I remember one, like... But, I mean, what's the bad taste? Is it like, I'm reading okay. Squirrel Girl, no. I'm reading... No, because I think every book definitely has its place. But, sure, absolutely, absolutely. But I think there are a lot of books that just get published for the sheer fuck of it. Um, one recently was Bane Conquest. Um, I heard nothing but bad things about the, the Did Peter thing. David write that? No. Who the, wrote it? The creators of the character. Right, I right. I don't remember the, the... I know it was the creators of the character. Okay. I can't yeah, I remember knew, their names. Yeah, but I couldn't remember if it was Peter David. No, it's not Peter David. It's, um... It's, uh... Chuck Dixon. Yes, I think it, Chuck Dixon and someone else. So it was kind of their return to Bane, you know? And it, it was it's this 12-issue book that they're doing. And I heard nothing but bad things about the first, like, 
two or three issues. And my friend's like, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the next issue. I think it's really good. I was just like, no. I was like, your opinion's wrong. <laughs> but but generally, I mean, I've, I've always worked in, in artsier places, and I would never judge anyone's taste. I mean, unless... To their face. To their face, definitely not. But, but it's... I always like to, you know try to see what you know they see in the music i mean sometimes music good or sometimes a book can just be readable or enjoyable but sure um there are books that also there are a lot of books that i go holy shit i can't believe it's still coming out they'll put out an issue every three years or something um and i'm like that's the only thing in this person's pull list um like battle chasers number 10 uh, uh what was it player one or something or um I was some some like video game sounding thing. I don't remember. Came Grant out. Morrison and Jim Lee's Wildcats. <laughs> that's actually that's on next week's uh, invoice. The Wildcats twenty fifth. No. Oh, I'm getting that. Oh. The hardcover. Oh, I was making a joke. I don't know. Yes. Um, I'm getting the hardcover. Well, I'm still shell. waiting for. Um, Should have been out by now, but they keep pushing <laughs> it back. Um, just Grant Morrison and Jim Lee. Those two names don't sound like they put things out on time. Yeah, oh, absolutely not. Uh, and I, I want to say with that Wildcat series, they started and never finished. It was like issue one came out, and that was it. Yeah, that sounds amazing. That's like uh, that's kind of where we are with um, four kids walking to a bank at this point. I don't know if you remember reading that, the, but the it was Black a, Mask book. Yeah, no, um, but you have mentioned it on a previous. I love that telecast. book. Uh, issue five, I think it's probably been about two years at this point um since issue five was supposed to come out i kind of just remembered like oh yeah that book was awesome are you excited are you excited about when it comes out yeah i'll be really excited because i i've how many times have you gone back and reread that series i've read it i read the every time a new issue comes out i've like reread all the issues up to it so I read one, then I read two, one and two, then I read one, two, and three, and then I read one, two, three, and four. Because it's a really, really good book for dialogue, and it's got a lot of little moments, and the art's just cool, and um, I just really enjoy that book. I think it'd make a great, like, small, like, movie or television show or something, um, and I love jumping on books that I know are going to be, like, limited series, so that I'm not, you know, I'm not in there for a big commitment or anything, so I'm like, five issues, sure, that'll be out one, two, three, four, five, boom, never have to worry about it again. I mean, Warren right. Ellis' Karnak, that book was solicited from... Remember, that was the beginning of All New, All Different? It took, like, a year to come out, or two years to come out with six issues for that book. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, did you read... Uh, speaking of Karnak, did you read about the Inhumans, Inhumans in, TV show? in the IMAX theaters yeah. this past weekend? Yeah. Dead I, last? I, actually, yeah, I was just reading about it before I came over here, which is super disappointing because I'm a huge Inhumans fan. What did I tell you? I know. Well, you know, they, they said there's some redeeming qualities to it. I'm but. sure there are plenty of redeeming qualities. Redeeming qualities meaning that looks cool, <laughs> and that looks cool, and that looks cool. I heard Black cool. Bolt was awesome, though. And that language is cool, but... I heard Black Bolt sure, and Lockjaw were awesome. But how much Black Bolt can you get Dude, when I was, he doesn't talk at all? He and what's really disappointing is now the fact that we know they're using Jonathan Hickman's Infinity. Um, they're using some parts of that in the Infinity War, the Avengers Infinity War movie. And the fact that we could have had that epic moment where Black Bolt screams in Thanos' face and it's, all it happens is his nodes start bleeding. That is a 
fucking awesome moment that I am so sad we will probably never see in the cinematic world. And I mean, the humans had, I mean, it was so easy to just take Jay Lee and Paul Jenkins, Marvel Knights, 1999, Inhuman series, and just do a straight adaption of it. I mean, I'm pretty sure there is enough, like, underground scenes that you could do it on a pretty low budget in there. Um, and that book was completely self-contained, gave you everything you needed to know. I loved that book. And here we are with whatever this is. Oh, well. I did, uh, I, I am buying the Inhumans Funko Pops, though. I want, I want that, uh, Funko. The one, uh, writing the Spoilers. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, see, I wanted to, I'm just gonna have to tell my mom before I post this that there is a brief... Game of Thrones spoiler before I told yeah, my mom just, to just put turn it, in it off. Put a little edit before it'd be like, spoiler warning. Yeah, uh, just... Yeah. Uh, mom, just turn it off right now because we're going to talk about Game of Thrones. and We're going to talk about Game of Thrones. And it's hard. As, as We've we already spoke, spoiled the last... As we spoke today, Mom is at the end, near the, near the end of... I think she's coming up on the Red Wedding right now. She's what? watching the show oh, for the first okay. time. Okay, so she's not even close. No, so she'll... really all we can talk about is everything yeah, up I'm, until... I like... can. Re- yeah, I guess I remember season one. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. It, it was very important. Um, I mean, Sean... You Bean... know what, though? Seriously, with Game of Thrones, going back, I have been watching old episodes. And, like, you know... It, I, I didn't realize how quick it was before all of the Starks just got split up. Like, this happens, like, episode two. Yeah. Like, everyone goes oh, their yeah. own way, and I was like, wow. Those are the I mean, uh... Mm-mm. What? If my mom is still listening, you can't... I mean, it's a, it's a long haul for... You got a lot of story to look forward to. Yes. Either way. Where, whether you start at episode one or you're caught up to now, there's still a lot to look forward to. Yeah. I mean, what do we have? Another season in two years? One more season in two years? That's right. It, right? That's but, it? But that Funko, I definitely want to pick up. Because yeah. it looks awesome. Yeah. And it looks fine. And Co. Don't you think I should be a spokesperson for Funko? No. Funko, oh, it's oh. fine! And Co. No, they have Kevin Smith now. Oh. He just was at their opening in LA. Him and all... Yeah, you ever watch Comic Book Men? Um, on AMC, I've, I, I've watched. I, like, I watched a lot it. Of that show. I watched a lot of it. I mean, I don't have cable or whatever, I think a lot but of it's when I did, but, yeah, I mean, it is very contrived. Because oh those guys can't act for shit. Um, all of his like employees, uh, they're, I, don't I think, think they're hilarious, and I think there are some really good moments, and obviously they're knowledgeable. But I mean, like, they are not good actors, and that except that one dude that looks like uh, Alan Moore a little bit. Uh, Brian is that his name? Uh, by the way, have you ever heard Alan Moore's rap song? No. I have to show that to you because it's awesome. It's called, um, like, Beware the Mandrill or something. If you look up Alan Moore rap song, I think it's, like, the first thing that comes up on his SoundCloud. But it's, like, uh, Mandrill Festo or something like that. It's Alan Moore rapping. It's actually not half bad. Um, if it didn't cost so much to ship things from the UK, I think I'd buy the single on vinyl. I think I would. I just think it's fucking hilarious. Um, I think I see Warren Ellis's name a lot in the comic shop too. Like he's done some musical collabs with people. I think oh, he really? did one with Nick Cave uh, of Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. 
not familiar with Nick Cave and the best. Should I be? I mean, um, they sound like a punk pop- band. He's, punk? he's a pretty popular artist. Oh, no. Um, I'm not, I'm he's not, not hip not to a the pop. He's not a pop I, artist. I'm not hip to the pop but he's, music nowadays. He's not, you listen no, to the he's pop. he's an older artist. Artist? But no, he's... I, From pop music. No. He's oh. not a pop artist. Oh. He, he's a popular artist. Oh. As in, he is, like, you can definitely find his shirts in Hot Topic. What is the song that he sings that everyone knows? Ah, uh, beats the shit out of me. I don't know anything by him. Well, you're talking like you know who this guy is. Yeah, I mean... I read his name, and I was like, dude, that's who Warren Ellis plays very, music with. He's got a big section in the record store. I'm, I'm honest. I There's a lot of music I do not know, um, and I'm learning more and more about music as, as the days go by. Um, just because I focus so much on other things for a while and then i forgot about music you ever listen to prince yeah okay uh just gonna make sure you do that yeah well yeah we had a purple rain listening party where we served uh purple rain purple haze oh abita yeah yeah at the comic shop you had that at the record store yes y'all serve beer at the record store sometimes we do special events you know, there used to be this, or there still is, I don't know if they do it anymore, but there's this Yeah, furniture... there's still a bar in the back of the comic store. I know that. There, There's this furniture store in my hometown called Grand Piano, and you, and you walked in there, I guess they had some sort of deal with Coke, but when you walked in there, like, you got, um, like, um, when you walked, uh, they they would hand you, like, would you like a Coke? And they'd hand you, like, you know, a, 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 a eight-ounce glass bottle of Coca-Cola. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Ice cold. It was delicious. This is the Have best you ever been get. to? But I've always wanted to like a like a record store, or like you know, a comic book shop. When you go in there, you'd be like, "Would you like uh, some beer or something like that?" Yeah, yeah. Well, it was free. Yeah. You didn't have to pay for it. Yeah, give me a free one. Um, have you ever been to Epcot at Disney World and gone into the uh, the Coca Cola thing they have there? No, I haven't. They got like uh, co- different Coke beverages. Oh, around right. The world. And you can taste samples of it. Yes, yeah, I have. Now that I remember, I mean, did I did you was... try the Beverly? I, um, you know, I couldn't really, I, Epcot, whenever I end Go up on. in, a, whenever I end up at Epcot, I, I mean, if I'm not already, like, <laughs> not, like, you I'm drink lose world? control, but I just, you know, Epcot's you always, the world? no, I've never drank everywhere around the world, but I mean, it's always I was going to do that for my, for my 21st birthday, and then I was like, nah, that's just too much. I was like, that's a lot of effort. Uh, I uh, that, I love Diodato's cover there. Vexman. Although this, I can't tell X-Men if that's too. Beast or Wolverine. It's oh, Beast. No. Yeah, because Wolverine's Wolverine. behind him. They have the same. They have the exact same hair. Uh, this this issue of Astonishing X Men number two. Uh, I think this came out two weeks ago, but I just recently read it. Yes. Um, remember when I was talking about Professor X coming back to yep. life? All right. Do, uh, did you have you gotten a chance to read any of these issues? Nope. All right. Well, uh, Soul. I read so many books of Souls. I uh, the Star Wars books, but... I got his, uh, like, first uh, run of uh, Letter 44. I have a trade signed by him. I, I bought I have it. Letter 44, like, the fifth printing of number one signed by him. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, uh, so, uh, you know, I really like what Soul's doing here so far to start out with. Shadow King and Professor Xavier are playing a game on the astral print plane with one another. They're like, and it's really cool because like, uh, uh, Farouk is like uh, half like Farouk, half spider, hmm, like and 
and Professor X is in his wheelchair, but he's chained down. But like the chains disappear like right here, so you can see it. It's like they're like magic chains. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. looks really cool. And they're playing a game with these X-Men. So like the cover itself, I was like, okay. I didn't know if it was a variant or not when I got it because yeah. it's just so bizarre. Yeah. Um. There's that already crossbones? A, there's already no. That's Phantom X. There's already oh, yeah. a, is Phantom X. a um a second printing of it this was. that is either coming out this week or next week and i thought that that was really fast for uh, a second printing so anyway uh yeah they're playing but the big reveal at the end of this issue is you find out that yep. shadow king has not killed uh professor x because that you know professor x was like you can have me here on the astral plane but i'm the one that gets to kill the x-men and i was like what hmm. that's crazy now Reading comic books, like... It's going to be that twin sister of his from Grant Morrison's role. No, it's not going to be Cassandra Nova, but it's going to be... I also Cassandra Kane. That's it's... why I just went with sister, because I was like, I know it's not Cassandra Kane. <laughs> it's going to be... It's going to be... He says that at the end of this issue, and then you find out that, like, he's fooling Shadow King, and he's really, well, you know, going to say... Shadow King knows his plane. He he's going to swerve him. He knows, he knows the plane. What if Shadow King's listening to this podcast? Because I was like, oh... Professor X always has something on Shadow King, man. Like, he's got something. And then I also read uh, X-Men Blue, number 10, which I think just came out. What's stupid, going on there? Stupid Matt bought the resealable covers. And then taped it down. Oh, I mean, I, I bought them, and instead I of just... I love the Instead covers. of just going back to the comic shop, I yeah. just... I don't, like, I don't like those covers. Hate's a strong word. Okay, so Beast is talking to uh, Gazing Nightshade. Are you familiar with Gazing Nightshade, that no, character? No, I thought uh, Armor had just gone blind there. No, let me tell you a little bit about her. I'm just kidding. I, don't, I can't. Um, anyway. <laughs> okay, good uh, talk, everyone. Yeah, uh, so, so that's the podcast, right? <laughs> so Hank McCoy's dealing with the Goblin Queen. Um, the last time I remember seeing the Goblin Queen, I want to say she was on the cover of a Spider-Man issue, Pregnant. That might be a totally different character, but anyway. It was uh, um, Robin Queen's wife. Maybe. No, that's, well, that's, Goblin Queen is uh, Madeline Pryor. But that's the one that at least I'm familiar with. I don't is know she? who this new one is. I'm not as oh. familiar. It's not her, though. Oh. Then you have the classic Will They, Won't They with Cyclops and Phoenix, who now... Uh, I can't remember who did it, but now they have a permanent psychic rapport with one another. So they each constantly know what each other's thinking. Oh, that sounds traumatizing. It's like, yeah, so they, they almost... Get... You watch Rick and Morty? No, I don't. Oh, well then, never mind. He's still got the fire wings? He does, yeah. And what, He is the gonna... only person that still... From the Black has... Vortex. Yeah, from... They had to hold something. It had to hold Every... true... Every other character has, every other writer in every other book has ignored every other character's change for the Black Vortex, except Ronan, I think, was still, like, beefed out. Iceman can do, can, like, hulk out now. The Is that from the Old Black Iceman. Vortex? Yeah, yeah, okay. he did that for the and first time. And Angel's got the stuff, dumb fire wings He's still. technically a cosmic entity now. That's dumb. Technically. Yeah. But anyway. That stuff's so polluted now. Hank McCoy from All New All, uh, all New X Men. Hank McCoy, Young X Men, Young, young X, yeah, Younger Beast. He's like a he's he's now been training with like Doctor Strange, and he's now practicing like the mystic arts, and uh, yeah, and now he's turned into like a figurative beast, 
and has summoned like this army of demons. And right before they can have their moment in the sun, finally, this Jean Grey and Cyclops are about to get together and then something blows up inside the mansion. How many times a week can this happen? Who knows? The poor but, mansion. But that's what's so great about X-Men Town. The only thing that I miss, though, uh, is I loved it when they had the school over top of the little Krakoa. Well, oh, in uh, Hell? In, in Wolverine and the X-Men. The, the Jason Aaron, Chris Bacalo X-Men. Did is you that, ever read that? No. It was, was that, awesome. I've heard bits and pieces of it. It was, was so that, good. Was that the one that... Oh, no. Lim, was Limbo was afterwards? When yeah, they, Limbo was after that. Okay. There was Because that was when they split. You had the Utopia, yeah. and then you had Wolverine take them back to the school. Okay. And Krakoa came with them, and like him and Kid, Kid Gladiator were tight. That's where Kid Gladiator came from. Yeah, that's, yeah he, Kid Gladiator is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Love that character. Um, Glob Herman is actually one of my favorites from, from that area. Glob Herman. Oh, yeah, Glob, Glob Herman. Herman. I just think that's a fucking hilarious character. Well, Glob Herman is from Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison created Glob Herman. I don't remember him from from that run, but I believe you. Um, it's been a long time since I read that run. Uh, speaking of Doctor Strange mystical arts, I'm thinking about jumping back into Doctor Strange once uh, Donny Cates and and Walta and Belair uh, start that book at the Legacy numbering because that that sounds like a solid creative team. I really enjoyed uh, Jason Aaron's run on there. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of sad that it's over. I have all those issues. Um, but, I, I don't know. The ending felt kind of rushed. But First appearance of Glob Herman, New X-Men, 117. See, there's Frank Quietly's Glob Herman. Yeah. Yep, that's and, Frank uh, Quietly's Glob Herman. Quietly. Um, don't do that. What? Clinton Quietly? <laughs> yeah, that. Don't do that. Um... <laughs> Oh well, hey, speaking yo, of, let's what speaking of Glob Herman or no, there's something Quentin in that Quire. book that reminded me of something I wanted to talk about. Now we're too far gone, and I don't remember. Well, we're almost to the near. We're almost near the end of this uh, madness here. So, uh, before we wrap it up, I just wanted to kind of look forward at some of the comic books that are coming out uh, this week. The week of what are we? September the third, fourth. 5th, 6th is when comics are released this week. Yes. Hopefully I have this podcast up before that. Um, you haven't gone in to, or you haven't uh, gone in to get yours yet, have you? They don't come till Tuesday, Tuesday. night. Tuesday. Well, oh, oh, I read the, uh, oh, I remember what I wanted to talk about because you were showing me the UGG thing. You read Mace Windu, right? No, not yet, but I'm getting ready to. But the lettering didn't look crazy. Hold on. It looked Where's like just issue? like all the other ones. Where's it? It hasn't been read yet. It's, but, uh, where is it? I just want I want to show you the one thing I'm talking about. Inside the book yeah. or ah, fine, never mind, never mind. Next time. Tell the me. The lettering when you're ready. the lettering looks there, like all the other books lettering. Yes, but lately I've been paying attention to the pacing and the the kind of the way the book is maybe meant to be read, you know, the pacing and, and the action and the dialogue and looking at the lettering and lettering has been something I've been looking at. Cause I'm like, what makes a letter a good letterer? And did I ask you who your favorite letterer was? Yes, you did. And I said it was, um, now I can't remember his name. Did I say mine? It was mine is Tom or to Toby. No, what's the, the guy that lettered, um, Sandman. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. You said I. Mine's the. I don't know if I said mine. Mine's the dude that 
did does spawn now like exclusively but before then he did like all the dope runs of claremont's x-men uh, okay. Real boxy letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah, Tom Orezinskraus here. Todd Klein so. is the letterer. Todd Klein, I think yeah. that is who you he said. He letters something else that I read now too. Like he he's still lettering. Books. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't. I I have to go in there and maybe I can find it before you tell me. I think that that would be fun if yeah. I just went in there and be like, ah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, let's see here. What comes out this week? Um, this is still kind of ahead of the update. Big Conquest number five comes out this week, just for you. Which book? Bang Conquest number oh, yeah. five of twelve of twelve. Yes, okay. they are dedicated to that series. Uh, let's see, Doom Patrol eight, <gasps> just for you. It's gonna be a good week for me. Four kids walk into a bank number five. Four kids walk into a bank supposedly, number five. Supposedly. Black Mask, it's listed here. Black it is. Bolt. Black Bolt, that's another one I'm reading. Black Bolt from Marvel? Yes. So it's like no dialogue at all? No, there's a lot of... No, no he can speak because he's in this weird I'm, prison. I'm only kidding. No, it's cool. Oh, it's, it's the cool White book. Room prison or whatever? No, it's uh, this weird space prison. Uh, Crusher Krill's there. It's drawn by Christian Ward, who did ODYC with Matt Fraction, which is another one of my favorites that'll never return to the war. Yeah, it'll never return, apparently. I don't know. They said, yeah, we're going to do issue up to 33 or something, Ooh. or 36. Astonishing X-Men number three comes out. Ed McGinnis draws the uh, issue, and uh, this is picking up where I was talking about where, um, you know, they're, the Shadow King and uh, Xavier are, like, playing a little, like, game of chess with the X-Men, so to speak, on the astral plane. And um, uh, Psylocke was just talking to uh warren older warren about how like yo you can't like get too lost in the astral plane or you'll get lost forever you know kind of like that inception sort of thing yeah and so this issue is going to be old man logan getting lost on the astral plane astral plane so it should be interesting i love ed mcginnis's art you know even because his superman art kind of uh you know, really brought me back into wanting to read, like, comics on the regular again when I was, like, a, a late teenager. Captain Phasma number one comes out this oh, week. Oh, really? Yeah. Actually, that is a book I'm looking forward to. Uh, let's see. So many Star Wars titles. What, so a Darth Vader 5? Yep. Uh, uh, I'm not reading the Rogue One adaption. I wish I was. Venom... Uh, Venomverse number one comes out. Oh, we're doing that still. I guess they are. I guess they're doing it still. Um, what do you think about Wolverine Hulk from uh, Mutants of Mass Weapons of Mass Mutant Destruction? I wasn't. Gonna, I'm not touching the Greg that. Pack like, thing. It's not happening in my brain. You know, it's just one of those things where I'm like, you know, that's gonna sell some units, sure, but how how serious are we? You know, about this? It's like earlier today, all of it had had the had the storm coming out uh, you know off bouncing off of the islands and going you know back east yeah and of course you know when you watch the news on television it's like dead shot bang straight to the state of florida it's coming to get you uh last time i lost my power for four days Damn. three or four days I, I have the video of the transformer exploding actually uh, the, I, oh yeah, I remember that too because um, I work with a girl that I guess lived in one of the uh, buildings that you're connected to. Really? Yeah, and she was without power. Yeah, you want to see the video? It's ten seconds. I was filming because I was like, "Oh look, the tree's on fire!" Wow. And then I was like, oh, "That's not good." 
<laughs> so that and that's the moment my power went out but like for good because it had been surging so i was sitting in bed and it was like it was the end of the storm it was the next morning everyone was like the storm passed us it's We're all over good. yay it's, and i'm like fucking yes i'm like solid i didn't fucking lose like i always lose and today i didn't lose so i, I keep hearing this noise it's like a bzzz, and my power is surging i'm like that can't be good so i'm laying in bed and i look out the window through the shades and i'm like that tree's on fire and so I take out my phone, and I'm like, and it happens again. Trees on fire. I was like, so I finally put two and two together. I'm like, oh, that branch is being um, pushed into that cable <laughs> from the wind. And I'm like, fuck. So I take a video because I'm like, this is on fire. That's kind of cool, right? Like a tree's on fire. Whoa. And boom, the second I take the video, transformer's done. Wow. by four days later until i got power which i mean a lot of people made it a lot worse i mean oh I, yeah I, I, it sucked we're we're on a you know outside of like if that transformer wouldn't have been touched by that tree yeah we would have oh, been fine because we're on we're, we're on yeah. a good grid where we are right here yeah um uh just because i know that um one of the biggest uh if not the largest central florida uh, uh emergency call center is on um foresight really yeah so oh, yes i think i've driven past so it. they can't go they can't lose power yeah. you know what i'm saying right. so uh, anyway yeah so so you know if, if if we ever lose power around here it's because something like that happened yeah. Yeah. uh for sure um, but anyway, yeah, so here we are, you know, awaiting more news about Hurricane Irma uh, on its way uh, to the Caribbean as we speak. Uh, and it's apparently what they say Tuesday or Wednesday before we're really going to find out, like, God damn. what, yeah, so anyway, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Maddie Loves Podcast. Sean, you have anything you want to share with the audience? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at of underscore the dead. Um, that's Shaun of the Dead, for those of you that can't, uh, that don't understand cultural references. I am a big fan of them. Uh, you can follow me there. I've been posting a lot of the records I've been taking home. Um, I'm going to start posting more comics soon now that I'm getting back into reading them. Uh, and that's, yep, that's that's me. All right, and you can uh, follow this podcast on Twitter, at Maddie's Podcast. Um, that's where you're going to find the links to uh, the most recent episodes of the podcast by way of maddieloves.com through SoundCloud backslash Maddie Loves Podcast. For oh, sure. What's up? eBay, 10 bucks, 11 bucks for selling my stuff on eBay. With that, fans, <laughs> congratulations, Sean, for selling stuff on eBay. Thank you. Thank I'm you. Matt DeSimone, and we will see you again next time. See ya. Yep, that's Frank Quietly's Bob Herman. Quaya. Um, don't do that. What? Quentin Quaya? Yeah, that. Don't do that. <laughs>